Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Ah, uh, Christmas is just around the corner. I love Christmas. It's my favorite time. <laughs> okay, we know who the Christmas person is in our family. I know. It's a few weeks away. And yet, what I decided, because I've lived, you know, the, the Christmas past mm. destroyed the Christmas present. Mm-hmm. Mm. Not this Christmas present, but, you know, Christmas in the past of the past of the present. You know what I mean? <laughs> What I mean is, sometimes I've overspent at Christmas, and then I've paid for it for the entire year, and it might even mess up that future Christmas because I spent too much. Have you ever found that? I've done that. You've done that? Yeah. I've done that. It's not good. And so today you're going to join us on the Inside Track, and we're going to talk about how to have the best Christmas and not pay for it in 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Does that mean you're going to give me money? <laughs> I mean, you're going to spend less. <laughs> oh, spend less. <laughs> or spend wisely. Yes. So I'm yeah. Ken Decker. And I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Candace St. Louis Decker. <laughs> and we've, we've had the honor of serving for over 29 years and helping over 2,380 families mm. increase their financial wealth and get peace of mind by being in the right home for them. And hey, it only took us 30 years to do that. That's pretty cool. So what Ken's really saying is, although it sounds like we've got it all together, well, sometimes it sounds like we got it all together, we don't always have it all together. And yet it used to be a whole lot bleaker than it is today. So the reason we can talk about this, how to not overspend, is because we've been there. We had trouble financially. I mean, we almost had to declare bankruptcy. Almost. Yeah, yeah. it was so close. We you consolidated. Think it was close? Oh, it was we close. Consolidated all right. three times. Yeah, so that's not really great level. Yeah. Um, financial. Was, no, that was many years ago in in my childhood. And right things now. have improved because now my mortgage broker checked our my credit score, <laughs> and she said she hadn't seen one that high before. So that was pretty exciting. So even if you've had (laughs) some things that haven't worked well for you in terms of the finances, or even you've had other Christmases, or even this one, you're thinking, I'm already in a little over my head. There is ways to get out of it so that you can make amazing decisions moving forward. And that's really what we want to help you with because we had to help ourselves figure it out. We took classes. We took counsel from other people. We learned how to do it. So they didn't cost us all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you might say, well, what's this got to do with real estate? And yet, how you live in your home mm. is all about real estate. It is. It's all about your life and having a great life. And I remember times where we would take a trip, and you probably remember the trips because you yep. went with us. But we'd take two weeks off, go around Christmas and New Year's when it's the most expensive time because the kids were on holidays. And what you probably didn't know was that we would end up paying for that Mm. for a year. Well, not years, but for a long time, Mm -hmm. usually until June or July, because in the real estate industry, that's one thing is we get 
usually more income in the summer than we do during the winter months. So we would put it on credit. And although we maybe tried to find the best price for a trip or expensive toys and, and different things, what happens is when you add the interest, it's no longer a deal. <laughs> so interest will get in your way all the time. So one of the tips is, in fact, to look for a, a sale. Look for deals, look for opportunities to pay less for something, and yet if you don't have the money to pay for it at all, then it's really not a deal at all. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when I go into a store, where do I head, Candace? To the clearance section. <laughs> right to the back. Because <laughs> yeah. all the new arrivals is in front, and they're at full retail usually. Yes. And so I head to the back. And the nice thing is when you don't need it right now, like mm. even shopping for Christmas mm. in the spring, like early like early spring, end of winter, mm -hmm. is when they're clearing out all the winter closing because all the new stuff has come in. And if you buy it for next Christmas, it's thinking ahead. And yet if your kids aren't growing, you can't do that if your kids are growing. Mm. Or maybe you can. You, you just have to guess. Yeah. You estimate. You got a whole assortment. You can... Yeah. You can figure out what size they'll be in yeah. next Christmas. Well, and the only struggle with that one, because I've done that a lot over the years, mm -hmm. is then you forget, or at least maybe you don't, I do. I forget that I bought the thing and I don't have easy access to it. So then I go out and I buy again. Forgetting that you bought the first time. Right. Right. And then you go to wrap. And then there's too much for one child and not enough for the other one. So you got to go back out and spend more money to level things out. Yeah. So a good storage uh, area if you want to start your Christmas shopping early. Um, it was interesting. I saw someone, um, forget what they called it, something about their Christmas um, chest or something like that. But really what it was was underneath the stairs of their home going down to the basement they put a lock on it and they uh, secured it. And that's where they hide all their Christmas presents throughout the year is they just gain, gain them. And when they find the deals, they put them in there and then the kids don't have access to it or wow. other people. Yeah. What a great well, idea. Yeah, Cause yeah. I know you hide a lot of yours in your walk-in closet yes. and then children find them. <laughs> they found them. They know my drawers now and they even know. they know all my hiding spots really. I don't have any, um, the other spot we've done before is the ceiling that's suspended in the basement. Sometimes you can <laughs> put something up there. Hopefully your kids aren't listening to the show. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert, spoiler alert. But there's all all different places. Uh, you, you, you can, can put creative. a lock on your furnace room door. Yes. But the funny thing is then you forget because you hide these things in great places and <laughs> like the other day I remembered I had bought your present mom a few years uh, a few months ago and I can't find it anywhere in my house and I know it's perfect but and it's somewhere call, in there I'm gonna call you a squirrel <laughs> yeah <laughs> squirrels hide way more food than they need because they can't remember where they put it yeah so there is like there is uh, a benefit to being organized and to plan ahead for Christmas for mm. sure and that is one of the insights is plan ahead. Mm -hmm. Actually plan and then get agreement from other family members as to what Christmas is going to look like. 
Are you going to draw names? Are you going to only make gifts? Are you, what is the agreement between family members, especially extended family? Mm -hmm. Even within a, a nuclear family, it can get quite um, heavy for presents very quickly. So, for example, um, there's, there's five, the five different love languages, and my top is gift giving. So I love to give gifts, and I like to get them too. <laughs> and yes, really, you do. <laughs> yeah, and really thoughtful gifts comes along with that as well. And so, if I don't get a gift for almost everybody in my life, I feel like I didn't do it right in the way I love them to show them love and appreciation. So that one year it was. Every um, person at my kid's school, including the jan janitor, I didn't want him to feel left out, um, the receptionists, the principals, the teachers. Um, then you go into staff at work and you go into uh, family and cousins and everyone else in your life, friends. Um, I'm going broke just listening to right? you. Right. And so it can get... And then uh, one year there was a family that was in need, so I, I did an anonymous a gift uh, with some people that could be um, something else that you're saving up for is to support someone else um, to make their Christmas a little bit brighter. Um, but one of the ideas we did for all the teachers one year for in the school was my kids created things. So... Um, we did a little thing on traditions. We wrote them a card and we said, this is a tradition in our family. We make candy canes out of pipe cleaners and beads, which mom taught me when I was a little kid. So my kids have been doing it. And it's an ornament to hang on the tree. So we gave them each one of those. We bought a Christmas pickle um, that was a decoration for the tree, which was a new tradition for them to start. Um, things like that. So just a few small items, but the thought really counts. Mm. And if that's not even in the budget, then maybe it's just a, a card of appreciation and how that person mm. has shaped your world differently by knowing them. Mm. Right. So, mm -hmm. so setting expectations. You know, what I realized was the, the gifts, I, as I was preparing for the show, gifts are given at this season, it's kind of a worldly tradition, and yet it's based off of the wise men that came and bore gifts for Jesus for his birthday. Am mm -hmm. I right? Yes. Yes. And what we sometimes forget is those wise men brought valuable gifts, but they were also kings. They were extremely wealthy. There were people that came and just gave praise and gave honor to the Messiah and didn't bring anything of a monetary value, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes we think when we're going over to someone's home, oh, I need to bring a host gift. That's one of Yetta's favorite ones, right? I need yeah. to bring something. And yet maybe you don't. Maybe you do. Maybe you bring some food. You ask them what you can do, potluck, or bring. can I bring a dessert, or, or whatever, if you're going in the holidays. And yet your presence and enjoying them and the things you say of affirmation to the, your friendship with them is way more valuable than any trinket or candle or whatever you could have maybe brought. Yeah, and yet books are a great thing to give. <laughs> <laughs> we sometimes bring books as a gift. So and it's also knowing the people. When yeah. you know, as in Candace's 
life, gifts are important to her. So to be able to go for a visit and bring her something makes her happy, mm-hmm. makes her smile. And so it's, it's really just getting clear because some people really don't even appreciate it. Some people just want the time. Yeah. That's their love language, and they just want the time with you over the holiday season. Okay, you've hinted at it a couple of times with yes. the love languages. Yeah. <laughs> you've given so we, two of them, quality time and yeah. gifts. Gifts, yep. Yeah. What else is there? Acts of service. Acts of service. Yeah. So coupons for acts of service can be an amazing gift at Christmas yes, time. Like a massage or clean the house or clean your room or make dinner coupon. Or, or babysit like the children. Or yeah, Those are awesome. Yeah. Or take your parents out for a date. Or go on a date and I'll watch the kids. Yeah, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> No hints. No <laughs> hints here. None at all. So we're both coming at it with some some yeah. good ideas. And volu- so we still don't have all five love languages. I know. I'm just still thinking about the time piece because you could also volunteer your time at something as a gift. Yeah. We didn't really talk about that mm-hmm. as a gift, and yet that could be an amazing gift, volunteering time, even at a kid's school in one of the classrooms. Mm-hmm. That would be an amazing Christmas gift or gift any time of the year for that matter. And then we have words of affirmation, which Candace did suggest. She said writing notes or a card Mm -hmm. or a letter to encourage somebody. And then the last one is touch. It's my favorite. It's Ken's favorite. (laughs) Is So just giving somebody a hug. I mean, they do say if you don't have seven hugs a day, you're going to be a little weird. So rather than (laughs) being a little weird, a little bit sadder, get some hugs. Uh, So just touch. Even Mm -hmm. a massage. I am shocked at how often have I just come up beside somebody's chair when they're working. If I touch their back and then just start a little bit massage, you'll know in seconds whether there's somebody that likes touch (laughs) or not because the one that doesn't recoils at the touch and the one that does starts drooling and swooning into the touch of the massage. So that's another using actually the knowledge of those love languages Mm -hmm. to give gifts accordingly because if you heard the list, a lot of them don't cost anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're free from a monetary perspective, and some of them cost time. I suppose they all cost time to some degree, and yet time is a gift that people generally really appreciate. Yeah, and I think children appreciate it more than we as adults really understand. And mm-hmm. so working with them, creating a gift, you know, creating a gift for your spouse from the children, they, they, whether it be um, decorations for the tree or a painting or a, a piece picture. of art, yeah. a picture. Kids love giving that sort of thing oh, yeah. to a mom or a dad. It was interesting now that you mentioned that. Yes, the other day I woke up and the kids were awake before me, um, the little ones, so six and eight, and they went into my... Christmas area of my office closet and they wrapped up gifts for Sasha and I, uh, my husband and I, and they woke us up to, we made presents for you (laughs) and a big mess, of course. Uh, But it was the thought that counted and they were getting into the spirit. And so then um, the littlest one was like, here, daddy, open it up, open it up. And he goes, well, I got to wait for Christmas. And she goes, no, it's something I forgot to give you at Father's Day. And he goes, okay. And so in my office, I also have uh, storage bins of their keepsakes of report cards and things that they've made 
And so she found something that she made at Father's Day, which she forgot she gave him, um, which she already did, but it was kind of funny. So <laughs> she wrapped it up thinking he's never seen it before. And <laughs> it was like a picture of her face and um, this card saying, um, you're, what did she say? Some, what she likes about him. Um, he's 60 years old, but he's really not. He's <laughs> almost double his age. Um, and that she, he's as big as a tree. <laughs> All these funny things. So we had a great laugh in the morning. And that was just her like getting so excited to give him mm. a gift, to give him a gift. Yeah, another great idea is to support the less fortunate. Yeah. You know, whether it's go volunteer at the at the the shelter preparing meals or or give money to that. I remember we went to a Christian concert once and and we decided as a family we would sponsor one of the children. And that one was with World Vision. Oh, mm -hmm. There's compassion, They're both great. And there's um, lots of others. There's, there's you other feed ones. Them. There, there's yeah. so many amazing places to be able to contribute to other people's lives. Yeah. The funny part of the story was we got a card with the picture of our child that yeah. we were sponsoring. And we got home and our son, Ryan, I don't remember how old he was. He wasn't super old, maybe no. five or six or something. He was probably around 10. Was he 10? Or nine. Yeah. He, he's, yeah. he said, uh, when do we get our child? <laughs> He was ready for his new brother to come he, live he with thought, us. Yeah, he thought we bought them and he was coming. <laughs> and so that's that's really cute. Um, the other thing that is a gift that keeps on giving is sometimes you get the catalogs from Compassion or World Vision or, or um, Samaritan's Purse where you can buy chicks or uh, a goat or something, yeah. right? And <laughs> thinking little yellow chicks. What's that? Little yellow chicks. Yeah. <laughs> what were you thinking? I just think it's a, it's a word that means so many things. Okay. And even Dan, the gentleman that I call Dan the cameraman, oh, um, man. is hardly able to keep it together. Um, which, man, as soon as I saw that he lost it, I lost it. Okay. So, um, yes, not women. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, and at first, I think family members struggle if they're, oh. if they've got, um, what do you call it? Materialism. And you give them a coupon that said, on behalf of you, I, I purchased some farm animals, some piglets or whatever for, for this family. It can sometimes be, would you stop? <laughs> I'm going to stop looking at her. <laughs> She's cracking up here in the studio. Um, it could be great. You're ruining a very touching moment. <laughs> so, so um, yeah. We're going to change gears. We're going to change gears. Change gears. Yeah, let's change let's gears. pay cash. I'm, pay I'm cash for your gifts. Okay, so <laughs> different uh, thing you can do, a suggestion. Advent is pretty big. Oh, right? Advent, yeah. So that's before Christmas even begins. It's it started December a week ago. 1st. Yeah. So what um, usually happens is you wrap little presents up for your kids and they get mm -hmm. excited or they get the chocolate calendar. If they can't have chocolate, 
or the Lego calendar. Uh, Lego, I've done for my kids. Yeah, but it's very costly. It's thirty dollars for a Lego calendar instead of like a two dollar chocolate calendar. That's Um, a difference. Yeah, and then I last year I went a little nuts and I bought a Lego calendar for one. I bought a Num Nums figurine calendar for another because they can't have sugar. So I was trying to be creative. Um, mm-hmm. But in previous years, what I also have done is we did a reverse calendar. And so we got a knapsack that we no longer needed. And we decide each day before Christmas in December, we would grab something out of the cupboard that we could give to someone homeless. So whether mm-hmm. it's a can of soup, whether it's an extra toothbrush in the cupboard, whether it's an extra soap. Like these are just things we generally have stockpiled in our houses. Wow! Uh, that we may not. That's need. a super awesome idea. What did you do Thanks. with it? Uh, and then we dropped it off to a homeless shelter. Wow! Yeah. Okay. And Dan was telling us actually before the show that uh, there's actually buy nothing groups on Facebook, mm-hmm. and you can find one in your community. And if you don't, start one. And what it is is really, it's a it's like a swap. Mm-hmm. Or just things you don't have use for anymore. You don't want to throw them out. You don't want to sell them. You just want to give them to a good home where mm-hmm. someone could use it. And uh, it's also a place where you can ask for what you need. And it's a great way to engage the community and get to meet your neighbors. And, mm-hmm. and, and there are quite a few. Idea. Yeah, there are quite a few different websites that are groups in Facebook that do different versions of that. Some there's a nominal cost. Sometimes they're just giveaway sites. Sometimes they're give or sell sites. And they're usually geographic and you can typically only belong to one of each type in your area. Because Mm. the idea is that everybody gets to participate, not just a few. And then the other great thing is I know at the church that we've been attending since 1991, um, we also have a clothing exchange a couple of times a year. And at that clothing exchange, there's lots of different items, and sometimes they're still packaged. And even if they're not packaged, if they're gently used, take those, tuck them away, and then give them to the kids or even other family members at Christmas time. So there's a lot of really great things that get recycled because we have, unfortunately, um, become a consumeristic culture as a whole. Mm-hmm. And so there are things in most of our homes. Even with the trend to minimalist lifestyle, that would still be the minority, not the majority. So we mostly have stuff more than we need. And so being able to, I know it's kind of a harsh word, the re-gifting. And yet sometimes there's things that you really should re-gift. You're not going to use them. You don't value them and somebody else does. Mm -hmm. It's not about giving them something they don't wish for. It's providing something to somebody that will value it more than you do. And so just being aware of those kinds of things. And then the other thing that I'll often do is when I see something throughout the year, and I know you're good at this, Candice, when we talked about putting them in our closet, is actually just paying attention for having a list with me all year and then writing it down. That back to that planning piece, the reason we forget what we bought is because we didn't plan (laughs) it or write it down. Right. So there have been many years where I just had a list with me. It was in the bottom of a little book. Other years I've kept it in my phone and I could just go, ah, got this, got this, got this. And I'm looking for this, this, and this. And so when I find it, whether on a free website or Facebook group or whether in a store, inexpensively, I can 
have it ready. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the next one is my favorite. Okay. So um, if you're listening and you were wondering, what should I get Ken Decker for Christmas? Um, <laughs> I like baked goodies. Yes, you do. So, there's nothing like getting some homemade peanut brittle or some fudge or some cookies, Christmas cookies. Mm -hmm. Hey, Candace, yep. wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Yeah, if you had Ken Decker on your list. Um, that kind of stuff is always a favorite around my home. Mm -hmm. And some people, like I had a conversation with my grandparents the other day, and they were very specific. Do not buy us anything. We don't want anything. Don't waste your money. We don't need anything. Um, so some years what I do, because I still want to pour my love on them, um, is they value like kids' artwork. They value um, spending time with us. So one year we took them out to a seafood restaurant and just my husband and I, and we got to spend just the time with the four of us together, which doesn't happen often. Um, sometimes like one year, um, I thought of the idea of taking my parents and my brother and his wife and my husband out to um, one of those escape rooms. Um, so in an adventure with that person instead of st stuck. Yeah, so, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Experiences are a lot of Experiences fun. Experiences are And actually drew idea. us together because we had to work together. Mm -hmm. And I remember still getting you stuck in the bars of the jail because we tried to force <laughs> you through the bars. <laughs> we so didn't get the clues, stuck in so the middle. tried to <laughs> bypass it. Because you're little me. enough. Yeah. yeah, she was the smallest, so she fit, but that was apparently <laughs> the right way to do it. <laughs> no, I like we vacations. And vacations are very expensive. And if you're planning on going on a vacation anyways, mm -hmm. why not write about the vacation, put it in the Christmas card to your to your kids if you're going as a family, mm -hmm. and then maybe yeah. slip a little bit of money in and say, this is your vacation spending money, because you're probably going to spend money on vacation on them anyways. Mm -hmm. And this would have been a great resource for us because we gave you a certain amount of money and we said, you can buy whatever you want, mm -hmm. but that's the limit of your money. And so some of, you know, you would sometimes spend it on candy or whatever. Yeah. And your brother would save it and come back and buy Lego when he got home. Yeah. But it was their money to spend or not spend. And then they weren't always, can I buy this? Can I buy that? Can I buy this? We'd always say, yes. How much money do you have to pay for it? Mm -hmm. And if you didn't have enough, then you couldn't. Right. And I think the biggest lesson I learned was from the Grinch. Well, there is the Grinch. <laughs> he is my favorite poet. <laughs> and just before we get to him, two little things that I want to remember to share. And that is when you're in the stores, they are trying to sell you stuff, not only in the moment. So things are placed in nasty places. So never go to <laughs> the store places, like right in front of your out. face at the checkout. <laughs> How dare they so never go shopping hungry. <laughs> and in fact, there's a lot of extra spending at Christmas time because of conveniences. We want to have convenience because we're trying to spend more time getting these gifts and all of that. So just eat before you go out, pack a bag, plan. I mean, really, you said early on, Candace, plan, plan, and plan, and then you will actually reduce your spending greatly. Mm -hmm. And then just be aware of all those coupons they give you, too. I almost gave you one as a gift the other day, Candace, because when I was in the store, they said, come back in three weeks and we'll give you a discount. Oh, yes. Yeah. And so they entice you to come back to spend again. 
Now it's still in my purse. If you really want, I'll give it to you. But maybe we should just throw it out because now I'm increasing her spending, whereas I'm saving my own. And the last tidbit I don't think we mentioned is pay cash. Oh, bring cash in your pocket or in your purse, and then you make sure you do not overspend. Leave your credit card in the car. When it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, right. And the other piece of that, some people want the points on their credit card, and I fully get that. I'm one of those. So prepay your credit card to the amount that you're going to spend so that you know when that amount is gone, you are done shopping. Mm-hmm. So now in the favorite words of my favorite poet, then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. What a Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from the store. What if Christmas perhaps means more? What you want